You're listening to episode number 43 of the Brain BS Podcast, Aging with Empowerment. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now, here is your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hello, and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. It is a Tuesday afternoon. It's cloudy and sort of overcast, but there's like some blue sky around the edges, so it's kind of cool. And we have those honey locust trees in our yard. We have four of them, and those huge pods that come off um, are all over our yard. Our sidewalk was buried with them because it's been so windy the last few days. And we also, we have a metal roof. So when those things are falling and hitting the roof, it sounds like there's like animals running across the top of the house, (laughs) which used to freak me out, but it doesn't anymore because I know what it is. But we are definitely due for trimming the tree over the house because it's definitely worse this year than it was last year. Okay, so let's talk about some of the brain BS I had today because I think this is so interesting why this comes up and I know it has to come up for you too. So I went, um, well, I got a couple things I can say. I usually have more than one thing to say. Um, I just went and got my booster shot. And because I had a Johnson & Johnson my first time, I didn't have the age requirement that um, made me have to wait longer to get the booster. So I got that. And I think a few people are a little envious of me, but I wouldn't be so envious if I were you people who had the Pfizer and Moderna the first time, because when you get your booster, you're going to be in a better place than I am with the J&J and the Pfizer. So... Any hoodle, I went and did that, and when I was done, I was right there at the grocery store, and I needed to get some things, and I really didn't want to go. It's so weird. I, it's so ridiculous, because literally, the grocery store is in the same parking lot as the CVS where I got my shot, and I did not feel like going in there. So I was just like, okay, well, too bad. This is just another one of those times in life where your brain BS comes up and for whatever reason, our brain does not want to do something in the moment. This is so common and it happens all the time. And I I guess it's just because I felt like going home. I don't know. I just got a shot. I felt like kind of lazy and sort of, but that really didn't work out for me today because I have a lot to do. I had to finish writing my blog and get that posted had to go get the shot, then I had to, I have to record my podcast, and then I have a client today, and then I have things that I have to do later. I'm designing, redesigning my business cards. So I really couldn't give in to that brain BS, but it made me think about who I was like decades ago. Like when I was younger, oh my gosh, I spent so much time sitting around. And it made me think of that version of myself because If that version of herself went to get the shot, she would have been like, F it, I'm not going in there, I don't feel like it, and she would have gone home. (laughs) So, uh, first of all, I want to celebrate the fact that I'm not that version of myself anymore, and hopefully um, all of you have changed also since you were a teenager or in your early 20s. Uh, but that's all. I, I just wanted to share it with you because I can't believe how frequently it happens. Even when it's not something like going to the grocery store. I've talked about this before in here. It, it could be that you have really fun plans that you were really looking forward to the whole week. And then when the time comes to do them, you just don't feel like it. No, nah, 
I don't feel like it. I think I should just stay home. And I'm just going to tell you, don't listen to that. That's brain BS, for sure. The person who planned it, the higher self in you, the one who knew it was something good for you to do or something that needs to get done, that's who you want to listen to, all right? That's what this whole podcast is about, learning how to identify and manage your brain BS so it doesn't get in the way of getting what you want. And what you might want is different for everybody. For some of us, we just want peace of mind. Some of us, we want like millions of dollars. Others, we want recognition and a great job. And it just all depends. But I did hear one other thing recently, and I'm just going to touch on this real quick, about how we're so conditioned to only what what we think we need and not what we want. This is interesting, right? This might have to be my next podcast because we sorely, sorely underestimate what we are capable of doing and even striving for because we are so conditioned that we shouldn't just go after something because we want it, but only because we need it. So more to come on that. All right, let's get to the episode today, which is called Aging with Empowerment and episode number 43, I might add. So this week, we're going to explore what it's like to be a woman aging in this country. We'll examine some of the misconceptions that come with getting older and why we should challenge them. I'm also going to share a few strategies that can help us to improve our quality of life and ensure that the best years of our life are still ahead of us, despite societal norms that may suggest otherwise. All right, so let's begin with some of the common challenges we may face as women getting older in this country. Now, this is a this is a blog post in a podcast. So I'm not going into every single one of them. I'm just sharing some here for the purpose of a discussion. But there's so, so many different things that go into aging. So okay, so well, sadly, one of the biggest ones, though, is accepting our physical changes related to our appearance. Pretty sure this doesn't happen to men to the same extent it does women. But I know men can be challenged by it, too. As women, we start to feel invisible and insignificant as a result of, you know, it could be weight gain, sagging skin, wrinkles, just to name a few. We start to feel unattractive or can even feel self-loathing. And we do not realize that thinking this way is optional. Whenever we are judgmental and critical, critical of ourselves, that is brain BS. And it's going to cause us needless suffering. We think we feel bad because of what we look like, but really it's because how we're treating ourselves. So another another challenge we may face as aging women is learning how to make ourselves a priority. Now, I'm sure there are some exceptions to this rule, but in general, it is difficult for women to set clear boundaries and reinforce them in the workplace and with their families. Why is that? Because women have been conditioned their entire lives to believe that their needs are not as important as everybody else's. We have been taught to people please and not rock the boat in an effort to ensure that people like us, people like us and approve of us. We have also been led to believe that if we did anything other than that, we would be perceived as selfish, unprofessional or a bad mother, God forbid. In addition to throwing ourselves under the bus on a regular basis, We also worry about what other people think of us as we get older. We wonder if they notice all the changes we are subconsciously trying to hide. We get so focused on what others might think of us and our flaws that we don't even worry about what we think of ourselves instead. We stay 
in their heads instead of our own, and we think what they're thinking of us determines our self-worth. This will never work. There is no way to understand how another human being is thinking unless they tell us. Even when they do tell us, our brain filter is going to receive it differently than how they said it. Worrying about what other people think of us as we age robs us of our personal power in a profound way. It's also an exhausting and ineffective way to approach our relationships, no matter how old we are. All that matters is what we think about ourselves. Other challenges associated with getting older may include decreased sex drive, decreased stamina, decreased balance, decreased cognition, decreased mobility, decreased everything, it seems. Getting older requires us to incur many losses as our bodies age with some of these changes being harder to accept than others. Obviously, decreased sex drive is not going to have the same impact on us as decreased mobility or cognition might. The fear that we may not be able to age at home the way we want is a cause for concern for many women. In terms of the sex drive, if we're older or a widow and we're just meeting someone, that could be a really big legitimate concern. There may also be future concerns about managing finances and being able to take care of ourselves if our husbands die and we're the primary breadwinners and managed all that stuff. The uncertainty of the future and how it will play out can lead working women to wonder when we should retire if our retirement plan is even adequate. It could also be that we are worried about how retirement is going to play out with so much time at home with our spouse. We think we have so many things to worry about. Now that we have discussed some of the age-related changes we might experience, I want to explain why we should challenge them. My main argument here is based on a two-fold premise, which is first, what I've been saying all along in here, that thoughts trigger feelings, those lead to actions, and that's how we get our results. And then the second part of the premise is that thoughts are optional, so why would we choose to think negatively of ourselves? As aging women, we could just as easily look in the mirror at our image and decide we love the way we look instead of choosing to be critical of ourselves. As hard as it is to believe, though, women don't know that until they are told that by somebody who does know. I really thought that the negative way I thought about my looks and my body was based on facts and was non-negotiable. Adjusting to the physical changes I incurred in my early 50s caused me a great deal of pain because I did not realize my thoughts about the changes were optional, even if the age-related changes were not. So in terms of getting comfortable making ourselves a priority as a middle-aged woman, I'm not going to lie, it requires courage and a willingness to experience pretty significant amount of discomfort. Don't get me wrong, the discomfort's going to be there either way. It is just a matter of what kind we want to experience. We can choose the kind that comes with personal growth and learning how to set boundaries, or the kind that comes with apathy and staying stuck in our negative brain habits and patterns. I recommend choosing the kind of discomfort that comes with truly loving ourselves enough to make us a priority. We cannot continue to treat ourselves poorly and expect different results. As far as all of the changes related to aging that I mentioned earlier, we get to choose how we want to look at all of them and what we want to think, no matter what they are, whether it be decreased sex drive, stamina, balance, cognition, and or mobility. The only way it will cause us to feel anything is the way we are thinking about it. Now, let's talk strategy. First and foremost, we always get to choose what we want to think in any given situation. 
This is a skill worth acquiring because it is truly the only thing we have control over in our lives. Expecting or waiting for other people to change their behavior or for a situation to hopefully improve on its own is super disempowering. If we can commit to trying to be the best version of ourselves that we can be as we age, it will change everything. Yes, it will require persistence, resilience, and discipline to stay focused on our own brains instead of external factors or people, but it will pay off. The love we will cultivate for ourselves and the peace of mind we will experience when we relinquish attempting to control others and age-related changes is truly well worth the effort. Basically, it's like heaven on earth. And I can tell you this because I've done this work. It's heaven on earth. When you, when you have been worried about everything and then you get peace, there's nothing better. So the next strategy is coming from my heart and one that really resonates with me. And it can't piss me off. Do not believe that the best years of our lives are behind us no matter how old we are, no matter how many losses we have sustained. It is total brain BS and nothing good can come from that way of thinking. If we believe that, our brains will only see evidence to support the thought and overlook all of the positive stuff in our lives. Instead, we must work on approaching life with a future-focused mindset and not as uh, and not let that number mean anything. Do not let it mess with your head. There is no really there is no such thing as past and present. It is a mental construct made up by humans. There is only now, and there will always only be now. And there's always the gifts of the present moment. Missing those moments because we are not open to them is a travesty. It is why we're here. It's what life is all about. My next tip is to accept the temporary nature of life and that age-related changes in death are inevitable. Now, I know nobody really likes to talk about dying, but I really think we need to start talking about it. I'm going to do a little segue, a little side thing here. Um, Lately, since that um, old boyfriend of mine um, died a few weeks ago, I've, I, death keeps coming up for me. And, and what I'm experiencing is that I don't want to die. I'm having so much fun with my business. I love my life so much. I don't want to die. And I'm getting caught up in that. So I'm going back to that. I'm doing thought downloads on it. I'm meditating. And then I'm, I'm doing, um, releasing the emotions and all the crying and all the fear. But, we can't just like squash this stuff down and not think that it's not going to have an impact on us. We really have to keep working on it. It's a lifelong thing, right? And I, when I'm at the end of my life, I want to feel good. I want to feel like I did everything I possibly could to make that moment at the end of my life the best it could be for me and everybody that I love. All right, so back on track here. Um, oh, so I talked about it being temporary and that we're all going to die. Newsflash. I hope I didn't upset anybody with that. Um, if we were all supposed to stay the same as we get older and live forever, we would. There is clearly a purpose to us getting older and sustaining a variety of losses is part of the human package. Instead of rejecting this or fooling ourselves into thinking some of us are going to live forever, how about really taking the time to appreciate and be grateful for life while we have it? There is no alternative option to this. We cannot change that we are all going to die at some point. So focus on really living instead. 
Don't play it small and safe on the sidelines. Get out there on the field and make something big happen. Take advantage of this amazing human experience and honor it as a privilege that it is. Also, take time to prepare for when we die so it will be so much easier on the loved ones we leave behind. I want to say a little something else about this um, living on the sidelines and playing small. I mean, come on. You guys, we have to stop doing that. And I'm going to challenge you right now for whoever is listening to this podcast and is in the Brain BS Facebook group, start posting stuff. Start asking questions. Start signing up for consults. What are you guys waiting for? You literally, you're, you're having your prayers answered by someone who can help you with this stuff and you're not taking advantage of it. Now, many of you are, but many of you are not. And my goal is to get all of you to understand there's literally nothing more important in your lives than to do this work. Let me say it again. There's nothing more important than this work. This work sets you up for everything you could possibly want. Okay, so the last point I want to make encompasses all of them pretty much, but it's worthy of repeating and having its own little section. The biggest problem us humans have is our inability to accept reality. If it's not the way we want it, we reject it. Then we add more suffering to it by judging it, creating drama around it, and totally buying into the brain BS our ego is offering us. Remember that we are not our thoughts. We are the observer of them. Learning how to differentiate between the brain BS our ego offers us and the message we are receiving from our higher selves is the key to everything. Knowing how to manage our minds is how we live up to our potential and create the results we want on purpose. It's how we live our best life. In conclusion, there are many misconceptions and brain BS that comes up with aging as a woman in this country. We need to challenge those norms and approach aging in a proactive way that improves our quality of life and ensures the best years of our life are still ahead of us. We must accept the terms and conditions of being human and learn how to manage our minds to create the experience we want as we age. Sign up for a free consult and we can talk all about this. We can get you set up to be the most amazing version of yourself as you go into the next chapter something valuable here today. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, I would like to ask you to subscribe to the Brain BS podcast. Give me a review of five and share it with everybody you know. You can also go to my website, www.thebrainbs.com and check out what I'm all about and how I can possibly help you. If you're ready, you can sign up for a free 60-minute consult Facebook group called The Brain BS Group, where we dig deeper on all of these topics, and you can ask me all the questions. Lastly, always remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your brain BS. <laughs>